Welcome to the Dropship Podcast, where you'll learn how to build and grow a high-ticket dropshipping business and hear stories from successful e-commerce entrepreneurs. Let's kick this thing off. Hey, welcome to the Dropship Podcast, another Tactical Tuesday episode. In this show, we're going to break down some favorite books that John and I have that really helped shape our careers and uh, you know, helped us make millions of dollars or uh, whatever clickbait title we can throw in here. So um, I don't know. Some of these books have really helped me. And I think, you know, talking about books in general and how, look, I struggle with them. If I'm honest with you, I struggle with reading books. And I know you love books, John. So maybe we can get into that and get into how all the gurus tell you need to read a book a week or, or whatever. You know, Ty Lopez talking about reading a book a day or some shit. I, I don't know. But I, I think there's a few, <laughs> there's a few that uh, have really helped all of us. And like a lot of them that have just rehashed and, and uh, you know, and honestly, that's like part of my problem with books. So uh, I'm ready to jump into the list. But if you want to, you want to talk about Ty Lopez first, we can do that, John. Yeah, let's do that. I mean, you hear a lot, you hear a lot online people out there saying, yeah, the average successful CEO reads a book a week or blah, blah, blah. And sometimes you just sit there and go, yeah, but do they really? Is it like, so what? Uh, you know, and I just don't, I think that's, you know, it's just that all that sort of stuff is just another catchy way that people try to hook you into whatever they're doing. Like, I don't think that's true at all. I think, I bet you there's plenty of successful people, myself included, who do not read a book a week. I wish I could read a book a week. Let's be honest. I would if I could, but I've just got other things to do. And so I don't sit down and read a book a week, but you know, that's, at the end of the day, books are just content, right? Like they're content. And yes, there's tons of great books out there full of great content that can help you run a better business, be better yourself, blah, 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 and so on. But you can find that content in other places as well. So I think the whole obsession with that some people have with books, um, you know, is probably a little bit of a stretch. I think you're kind of describing the problem I have with, but like, I don't think anyone's actually reading a book a week or a book a day. If, if you're Ty Lopez. Um, but I do think like they're ingesting the one nugget. Like uh, we we're kind of talking about this before the call. The problem I have with books is it's like, here's the one thing we want to teach you. And then f- here's 100 parables or stories around this thing so that you can wrap your head around it. And and look, maybe some people need that. I don't need that. Just give me, give me the gold and let me really like marinate on that rather than tell me another story and another story and drag it on and drag it on. Like, um, I think that's the problem with books. Actually, you'll probably hear that in a couple of my list where I, it's shocking that I like them because they are that. Um, but it, so it's really hard for me to imagine reading a whole book. But if you could just extract those nuggets and, and like, there's gotta be something other like Blinkist or something who has really pulled the cliff notes for you. And you don't need a million examples to think through it. And so, I don't know. I struggle with reading. I really do. I like I, the amount of podcasts I consume is outrageous. And so, you would think audiobooks would be easier for me. But again, it's just so slow uh, <laughs> and boring. There's been a few books that were you know, transformational. You had me listen, I believe, to $100 million offers, which, I, you know, spoiler alert, might be on your list here, uh, on my drive home from Florida last year after our family and I departed uh, in the spring. And that made my drive awesome, right? So there are some out there that are fantastic, but I think too many of them are almost watered down. And, uh, and I'm, you know, look, I'm the exception. If the rule is you have to read a book a week to be successful, I'm the exception to the rule because I probably literally haven't read 30 books in my whole life, 40 tops. Like I think I read two in school that we were required to read. Great books, by the way. My Side of the Mountain and Where the Red Fern Grows, fantastic books, but I didn't read anything else during school. Yeah, I think I'd go back to what I was saying before, like I think it's important that, you know, when, when you're somebody who's, you know, starting your entrepreneurial journey and that sort of thing, there's things you need to learn, right? There's things that you do need to know. Um, but how you 
find those things out or learn those things. I don't think it matters. Like, do you need to read books? No, because you can listen to podcasts, right? So we're complete opposites. I love reading books, right? I'm, I'm definitely a book guy. It's it's a I enjoy consuming content that way, uh, and I read pretty fast, right? So you know, I feel that I move through books pretty quickly. You, on the other hand, really love podcasts, whereas I don't listen to a ton of podcasts just because. Um, Honestly, I find a lot of people really annoying and I can't stand listening to them, right? Um, yeah. So That's how podcasts- I feel about people reading books though. Like the, <laughs> the book Mindset has been uh, told, yeah. I, need to, I need to read this. And I, I'm yeah. sure it's a great book. But the lady reading, I think she's the author. Oh my, like it makes my ears hurt. I don't want to do it, right? And I find that with a bunch of authors. I think there's another one on your list where I was like, eh, I can't do it. I just don't want to listen to them. It's just the flow isn't yeah. good. And so uh, it can uh, be the let, same way, dude, I think. Yeah, I never listen to audiobooks. For the same, it's the same thing as, as podcasts. I don't listen to audiobooks either. Um, I think for, for a similar reason. I, I don't want to hear that person telling me that stuff. Um, I prefer to just do it, do it, do it myself. You know what I mean? So if you're listening to this and you're like, I really struggle to read books, like just the, the act of sitting down and reading, it just doesn't work for me, then don't feel pressure that you need to read books. You know, yes, you need to learn things. There's things you need to learn. But the great thing about uh, today is you can do that in a, in a variety of different formats. So go and find what what you love and, you know, digest content that way. I mean, that's that's the best way to do it. Yeah. Well, let's not make anybody wait any longer. So I'm just, I'll am just i jump right in. My first one's super easy. It is exactly what I told you I hate about books. It's called The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. He's literally teaching you compounding interest in your life and that if you just take small steps every single day, uh, you're going to get to your destination and it's going to compound on itself. Uh, still a fantastic book. I, it, look, it's very short. If you want to read it, uh, there's a couple short ones on my list here. Uh, I, I would recommend The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. But again, there's it's one point driven home over and over and over and over again. Um, take it away, John. There's not much to say about the slight edge. Other, I, I love it. It's one of the first books I ever read in business and I'm glad I did. Yeah, totally, totally. So my, my first one is one I've mentioned, I think, a, a number of times on this podcast. And certainly most of the books I read do have a bit of a bent towards marketing because that's something that I just love and nerd out on. So my first one is probably the marketing book. If you are ever going to read a book on selling marketing, Ben's holding it up if you're watching the video, of course. It is Breakthrough Advertising by Eugene Schwartz. And so it was written a quite a, a long time ago now. I think I can't remember if it was the 60s maybe or something like that, 60s or 70s. But um, Eugene Schwartz, one of the OG marketers. Um, and look, honestly, so many books have been written since that basically just rehash what is in that book. Um, so this is like talking about how do you sell stuff to people? Now, if you want to build a successful e-commerce business, you have to learn how do you sell stuff to people? How do people? How do you need to trigger people's brain to get them in the space where they're going to buy something? Uh, how do you present that to people? How do you how do you write so that people uh, experience that? And so that's like one of the greatest books to work through that stuff. So, like going back to it, like you have to read it. It's not cheap. Um, as far as books go, I think I, I paid a uh, hundred and ninety bucks or something for it, like that. But um, there's a website you can buy it. It's not on Amazon. Um, you know, it's uh, the rights to selling it are owned by another very successful marketer. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, so, but uh, like, yeah, I think everybody should read this. If if I could give any book to somebody who's starting a business, that would be the book I would give them for sure. The funny part of that book is like this. It. it- actually tells the story of how much Ben doesn't like reading books because 
I've had that book in my backpack for three fucking years, dude. And every trip I go on, I'm like, I'll read this one on the plane. Nope. Listen to podcasts. I'll read it when I get to the hotel room. Nope. I'm going to scroll YouTube uh, or something like I, I still have not read one single page and it's literally been in this backpack everywhere I've gone around the world. And so, um, man, I hate reading books. I, I wish go I didn't read it, Ben. I can read it. No, I don't. I was going to say I commit. No, read it. I don't. All right. Number two for me is a book called Traction. The part I love from this is actually it's more in his other book, Rocket Fuel. It's by Gino Wickman uh, and a few of the people. John Solden up there. Um, it's a good book. It teaches you a lot about organization and how to run your business. I, I like a lot of things about it. I like the visionary integrator component that I learned more in Rocket Fuel than I did in Traction. I, I'll tell you this. I liked the book a lot until I saw the integrator the main guy, I don't know who it was, if it was Gino or who it was, come do a presentation at e-commerce fuel. And he was there for like two hours, a lot of good stuff. And then he was like, he was hammering a point home of like three strikes and you're out. And that's how it is. That's how you have to handle your business. I don't care if the guy's been there 25 years and he had strike one in year four, strike two in year 11 and strike three in year 25. You fucking fire his ass right now. And I was just like, um, all right, I kind of lost interest in this. Like, come on, man. Uh, he was a little too much for me, but the book is fantastic. I would recommend any business owner retraction read rocket fuel especially if you're in a partnership read rocket fuel and, and try to understand the the visionary integrator uh partnership and, and like who you are at, at the core are you the guy that who you know is airy fairy and up in the clouds and thinking about everything at thirty thousand feet or are you the the implementer and you just want to get shit done and uh, you're likely more one of those than the other you're certainly not a hundred percent zero percent but you're likely more one of those than the other so um funny uh little uh nugget here john also had traction on his list and i made him change it because that's mine that's my <laughs> choice yeah Yes, yes. Cool. All right. So number two on my list. Um, so, I hey, just want to jump in here real quick and say if you're loving this show, the number one thing you can do to help us out is simply go to Spotify or iTunes or whatever you're listening on and smash that follow button, that subscribe button, and leave us a review. It really does help us reach more people. And if you've got a friend that you know should be listening to this, send the podcast over to them. We'd love to have them join us as well. And real quick, two quick resources I have for you. If you want to join us in our free Facebook group, you can find that at facebook.com slash groups slash dropship tribe or just search the dropship tribe. And we also have a paid version of this podcast where you can get even more of John and I and longer form content. You can find that on Patreon at patreon.com slash dropship podcast. All right, back to the show. I, I like to read some books to more help me internally with the way I think and, and the way I do things. And sometimes just as a bit of a kick in the ass when I get lazy, right? And this book is definitely for me is one of my kick in the ass books. It is Discipline Equals Freedom by Jocko Willink. Um Putting it up on the screen there so you can see it. Uh, Jocko has been very popular in recent years. Um, he's a, an ex Navy SEAL team leader. Um, you know, he's been on a lot of big podcasts. He has his own podcast, which is which is quite good. Um, and so, you know, he's like one really tough dude. And one of his mantras is that you know, if you want to get anywhere in life, you have to be disciplined. Probably unsurpri unsurprising from somebody who comes from a military background, um, but. For, for me, I when I was younger, I always struggled with self-discipline and sticking to things, focusing, following through, all of that sort of stuff. Um, and I think when I started to address that um, in my life, I became much better at doing things that I wanted to do, unsurprisingly, and, and doing better with my businesses and all that sort of thing. So this book, Discipline Equals Freedom, it's definitely written in a particular style that I don't think will appeal to everyone. Um, and that, that's, you know, unsurprising for that sort of guy. But uh, for me, I like to read it 
even just read parts of it every now and then um, because it's kind of like having a dude like that standing next to me and slapping me around the head and saying, hey, buddy, do this better sort of thing. So I think you and I are similar. Like we grew up making poor decisions. We were told we weren't normal and we didn't fit in the box. Uh, then we rebelled really fucking hard and did all sorts of, uh, you know, I don't want to say unspeakable things, but we, you know, we did what 18, 19, 20, 21 year old dumbasses do. <laughs> and when it came time to being an entrepreneur, at least for me, I was just, it was more rebellion. It was like, I, I don't want to be told what to do. I don't want to show, you know what I mean? And, and I really pushed away from everything. And then the more I grew as an entrepreneur, I was actually like, I need to live by my calendar. I need discipline. I need to, like, I actually need structure. Everything I pushed away from, I actually need, but I need it in my own way. And so I, uh, I added that book to my never ending, not, you know, my audio, my audible account has just dozens of books I'll never listen to. So I just added that to also my never listened to uh, downloaded <laughs> book. Anyway, right. you should go and listen to his podcast if you haven't been. I've, I've heard him on Rogan a few times, but uh, I, I don't yeah. know too much about him. Uh, when he's referenced by other people, they're like, yeah, he's nuts. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't, know. I don't know. Um, all right. So uh, next up on my list is a uh, book. It's um, not necessarily, would you call this a business book? John? It's called shoe dog uh, by Phil Knight. It's the founder of Nike. And he's kind of telling his story, but it's, it's, it's written in like the hero's journey. It's written um, very story. I don't know. It's very, very good. It's very, very enthralling. It'll keep you occupied. It'll really make you think. Uh, but it's also, you know, the story of, of Nike and, and his trials and tribulations and how it started, you know, with, uh, with Oregon track and like, it's it's a fantastic book. I really, really, really enjoyed this one as far as like the story and uh, and I think if more business books were more story orient, oriented that um, they they would appeal to me more personally. I, I don't know. I like this one. Did you ever read uh, Shoe Dog? I have not. I have never. You should read have that it. one. It's no. a good book. I will. I will. All right. Number three on my list is the Twenty Two Immutable Laws of Marketing by Al Rees and Jack Trout. Um, can see it here. The thing I love about this book is its length. It is super short. Uh, I believe it comes in, this version I've got here comes in at 130 pages. And the title is very self-explanatory in what it does. It takes you through a few pages each of 22 things. They call them immutable laws, but 22 things that um you need to do in your marketing for your marketing to be uh, successful. So, you know, just pulling one out, the law of perspective, marketing effects take place over an extended period of time. And so they'll go through, and once again, it's not a new book. You know, this is this is one of those old classic marketing books. Um, and for each law that they suggest is, you know, something you must adhere to if you want your marketing to be successful, they give examples. Uh, and so these are examples of very big and successful companies that everybody would know. Um, to back up you know their law but you can literally once again for me this is something that I like to it's a book I like to pick up and because I can read something out of it in about one minute and it it comes back and and I, I it helps me to refocus on that particular part of um, you know my marketing so it's kind of like a check thing and say well am I still doing this when I'm writing emails to people when I'm you know, doing a, a video for social media or whatever it might be, or writing a product description for an e-commerce site. Am I doing this when I present these products to people? Um, and it's it's so quickly and easily digestible. Um, and I believe the things that they suggest in there are 100% correct um, and that they're things that people should be doing. So if you want a super quick read um, that is going to make your marketing 
for your e-commerce business more successful, definitely read that one. You read it in like a few hours. Is there one law you can mention right now that just stands out? Um, yes. I think one that I love is that I talk about quite a bit when I talk to people about their offer is the law of perception, um, which I think is the fourth law in their book. Um, and that's that's uh, the law of perception says that reality isn't actually relevant in marketing. It's what is relevant is what the customer perceives to be the case, is what the customer perceives to be reality. And those sometimes are two different things or they're not exactly the same. So um, so I'll just read. I'll read a couple of lines out of this, um, which just to get people's brain turning. It's, it's an illusion. There is no objective reality. There are no facts. There are no best products. All that exists in the world of marketing are perceptions in the minds of the customer or prospect. The perception is the reality. Everything else is an illusion. I'm just going to leave that one there and people can think about that. I mean, that's some deep shit that has more to do with life than even marketing for that matter. So um, possibly another one added to my don't listen to audible list. Here we go. (laughs) Uh, All right. So one short book to another short book. This one is 114 pages. And I I actually believe at like 2x, which should be reasonable for everybody is like 30 minutes on audible. Uh, Fantastic little book. Uh, It really helped me get over my fear of failure and like my like it, it made me go and it's, it's just called do the work. And, and it's all about like uh, being a professional and shipping, like ship your work, just put it out there and iterate once it's out there rather than iterate and iterate and never launch, which I was very, very good at. Uh, I remember buying a business and uh, you know, waiting to call suppliers and then I called them and I'm waiting to launch because it wasn't the perfect theme and just like all, the, all of these reasons to not go right now. Uh, and this book really helped me get through it. So it's called do the work. It's by Steven Pressfield. I believe it's like a, excerpt of a bigger book called the war of art which i have not read mm-hmm. i believe that is a massive book by stephen pressfield and he's mm-hmm. got a, a few others um uh i can't remember going pro or something i can't remember the name of the other one I, uh he's he's very very good i would definitely recommend stephen pressfield and uh, if you're looking for the shortest of short reads grab john's book he just mentioned 2020 22 immutable laws of marketing and do the work and you should be done with both of those in a in an hour hour and a half yeah, nice, nice. Uh, the next one, which is also a fairly short book. Uh, I actually don't even know if there's a physical version of this book. Uh, I assume there might be, but um, I actually read this as an as an ebook. Uh, $100 million offers. Uh, ben mentioned it before by Alex Hormozzi. Um, I think it's, it's a good, fun little book. Once again, a lot of what Alex talks about in this book is not new stuff. It's kind of like a modern take on actually some of the stuff that's in books I've already mentioned. So breakthrough advertising, for example, but it is done. It's up to date. It's based on the, what a a dude who is super successful in the business space right now. Um, You know, Alex Hormozzi, if you don't know him, I struggle to think you haven't seen him on social media if you're in the business space, but um, uh, you know, he's very, had a lot of success in the fitness industry uh, now runs a business called acquisition.com um, and building a really big thing over there. So um, I think it's just a really fun book to read. And once again, if, if you're interested in doing marketing successfully and building a big business, you need to know how to build an offer that people want to take up, right? And so that's what the book is all about. How do you build a great offer that people just, it's a no brainer for people to buy. Right. And, and that's, you know, 
we t- we've talked about this a lot before, um, but it's it's kind of central to selling anything is having a great offer. So once again, I think it's uh, for 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 a modern take on on some some fairly old principles. I think it's it's a must read for anybody who wants to run any sort of business. Once again, not just e commerce. Just you want to sell anything, go read that book. I think he he's very digestible. I get like yeah. I really like the way he comes across in the whole book and it's it's straight to the point it's no nonsense but it's also very digestible and uh yeah i can't recommend that one enough for sure uh another last one for me short short book again uh and we you've definitely heard it on this podcast and if you haven't gone and, and bought it already like this is your your nudge once again it's called vivid vision by cameron harold's fan fucking tastic really helps you set your vision for your life and uh you know go set your vision for your company for your personal life for for your children whatever it is like go set that vision go sit in that vision and feel what it feels like and then go fucking go after it uh, i believe this is an excerpt from his larger book called double double uh which i also uh listened to on uh, driving home from denver so it's like a 13 hour drive took me the whole drive at like 3.5 x um awesome awesome book as well but if you want just the the little excerpt vivid vision fantastic book as well uh and in short i love that a lot of these are short and to the point yeah that one definitely would have been on my list as well um and it's one that we recommend in our program in dropship breakthrough that all of our students go and go and read um once again because it is so short um and it it can have such a big impact on on what you're doing so honestly um, we should definitely. start sending that to our students like when they sign up like we're just going to mail yeah. them. A, you know, it, it's Probably. a little hard because you know we have people signing up from all over the world, so that could be a little bit harder. But uh, certainly in the U.S. and and I used to do the same thing with my consulting clients. That was like the first thing I would buy everyone. It's just like go buy this book. If you don't know where you're going, how can how can I yeah. really help you? You know? Yeah, yeah, totally. All right, and the last one on my list in in my top five is uh, I had to include one from Seth Godin. I know Ben's going to shake his head and go, "Oh, I didn't like that one," but or that book or Seth or whatever. But um, certainly somebody who had a, a lot of influence over me, particularly early when I was when I was going through and learning a lot of just the basics of marketing and all of that sort of thing. Um, the one I'll, I read a number of books by Seth, I'll say, but the one I'll include in my list um, is uh, Permission Marketing. Uh, by Seth Godin, um, and I think the the kind of why I like that one is because it's about primarily it's about um, you know provide and this has been helpful to me in, in my journey is um, and and part of what we do with this podcast is before you ask people for money provide them some value right and then it makes it much easier for you to ask them for money and for them to pay you money right um, and so. As opposed to the the mindset that a lot of people get into when they come into business is somebody needs to pay me money and then I'm going to provide them value when they don't know me. They don't know me from a bar of soap and it's just not really the way it works. If you want to sell a lot of anything, provide some value first, the money will come, right? And so I think that's that's very much the way we run our business um, particularly. I think you'd agree, Ben? Yeah, and with that, John has an offer for no. I'm, uh, like, I, I, look, I lo- that's what I love about podcasts, right? It's just free value upon free value upon free. Value. I don't even know what episode this is. We're in the fifties, I believe, right? And like, uh, you can go back and and literally learn this whole business model just listening to us. So, uh, yeah, as I'm not a huge fan, I, I just think I don't think like his reading style, if I remember right. Yeah, like I, I have purple cow, purple purple cow on Audible, and I'm not like 
I like the principles. I just, I'm not sure I liked what he, how he was talking and I'm, and I'm pretty good friends with his protege, uh, Clay Hebert. He's pretty awesome. And so he had nothing but amazing things to say. So I'm sure I'm missing out on mm. some amazing human just because I didn't like his voice or something. I have no idea. So, uh, look, uh, let's throw a few more in there just for funsies. Uh, honorable mention on John and I's list dot com secrets by Russell Brunson. I believe he's got a bunch of secrets uh after that as well <laughs> expert secrets and uh, funnel secret or whatever else he's got he's, he loves the the secrets word uh but i thought dot-com secrets early in my journey really helped me understand marketing uh and, it, and i know john i i'm gonna speak for john and say um he didn't invent this shit uh russell just kind of you know spun it his own way and um put it in there but I, I, for me it was easy to learn i really appreciated the way he taught that and so i think dotcom secrets is a fantastic book i would imagine he'll give it to you for free if you're gonna give him your email and uh, he'll upsell you three things and downsell you four things on the way out the door but um yeah, good good book dotcom secrets you have anything to say about dotcom secrets john no, I think you said it. I mean, I, I, yeah, I've read all of Russell's books, um, and certainly, yes, there. I mean, there's some new stuff in there, but a lot of it is 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 once again same as I mentioned with hundred million dollar offers. It's kind of like a good modern take, you know, using the way that we sell online now um, on a lot of longstanding principles in business, sales, um, psychology all of that sort of stuff. And so for a lot of people, that probably makes it much easier to digest than some of the older books, which are more sort of rooted in sending stuff in the mail or sent, putting ads in newspaper print or something like that. Even though the, the principles are all the same, it's just, you know, it feels more up to date. And I think that probably gets a lot more people in, but, you know, those books are on the money for sure. Well, I got two more here in honorable mention. I'm not sure if you've read any of these, John, if you have uh, speak up one is uh, contagious by Jonah Berger. Uh, I don't even know how to describe that one other than go read it. It's, it's fantastic. Uh, it'll teach you a lot about um, psychology. I would say I, I'm not really sure how to describe contagious, but it's a fantastic book. And then the other is one where I believe you can get like the first chapter online and there's nobody, nobody better reading a book in my opinion than Tony Robbins. Uh, it's called awaken <laughs> the giant within. I've literally only read the first chapter because I can't listen to that first chapter and not go immediately want to run through walls. Um, it is a fantastic first chapter. I'll tell you that I've never actually read the whole book, uh, but just on that first chapter alone, I will, I would recommend it. Um, I, I challenge anyone listening to this, go find that first chapter, listen to it and tell me you want to go listen to more rather than actually go do some work. Cause it's, it's incredible. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a huge Tony Robbins fan is um, I think everyone should be, I don't know. Do you remember when we were younger, John and like, like fixing yourself was taboo and like, you know, like actually wanting to do self-development or maybe, maybe it was different in Australia, but definitely in America, like there was something wrong with you in Australia. It's way worse than it, than really? it was in America. It's, it's still, yeah. Like we have this thing like, like where it's bad to be successful in Australia. Oh, uh, tall poppy. Yeah. Right. Isn't that what you said? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. We, we are like the, like the, the center of the tall poppy cutting down universe, Australia, like, like entrepreneurs, like successful entrepreneurs are not like, you know, people who are held up as, you know, good examples or anything like that here in Australia. Um, you guys, um, yeah, it, it's much different to the US. Uh, I think it's, it's a bit of a shame really. Like any, anybody who does anything really well, it's always like, and then there's questions asked about their character and blah, blah, blah and this and that. And, oh, they probably fucked somebody to get where they are and blah, 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 blah. You know, like it's just like. It's gross. It's gross. So, yeah, like working on yourself, you know, if you were talking about that with your friends, they'd all look at you like you just grew a second head or something like that. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. And I think that's such a shame. 
That's such a huge shame, honestly. But uh, it's weird yeah. to say it out loud and be like, "You want to make yourself better? How dare? You? What the fuck? How is that like a bad? I don't, I don't know. It's so weird to me." And then, you know, then the, like when you, I'm I'm glad it's normalized. Like it, a lot of the the worldview you have and like the decisions you make and your 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 stance on money, your stance on life, your stance on religion, your stance on politics, your stance on other humans in general is like built when you're a kid, and you learn most of it from your parents who. Honestly, anyone here listening tell me you got amazing parents who have great worldviews? Probably not, right? Like they they have their worldview uh, and yours has adapted over time. And now like it's become mainstream to work on yourself and become better and like deal with your past trauma and like understand where your beliefs are coming from and that they can change. And um, so the fact that that was like ever like look look down upon it i don't know it just blows my mind because i don't know if you have if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to tony robbins go listen to him and tell me you're not like inspired to be a better human and why would that be a bad thing right on right on that's it there you go anyway uh i will do my best i know i got yelled at last time we did one of these listicles to get all of these in the show notes so you can click through them i'll do my best at, at minimum uh you know go to google type in slide as jeff Olson. you'll find all of these or any of the books we mentioned um but i'll try to put them in the show notes as well and yeah thanks for joining us and see you all next week see ya thanks for listening to the dropship podcast you can find all the show notes for this episode at dropshippodcast.com And if you're ready to take the next step in your dropshipping journey, we invite you to join us inside Dropship Breakthrough, where John and I will walk you through step-by-step in starting your own high-ticket dropshipping e-commerce business. But that's not all. Dropship Breakthrough will also teach you everything you'll need to know to grow your business and take it to the next level. So head over to dropshipbreakthrough.com and sign up for our free training that will help you take the first steps towards building and growing your own profitable high-ticket dropshipping business.